I feel like I need to do a drum roll here. Drum roll, everybody. It is welcome. Welcome. This welcome, is... <laughs> everyone, to the Mile Higher podcast, episode yes. one. We are so We excited. are here. Mm-hmm. We are ready. Mm-hmm. And we are ready to talk about <laughs> we're ready some stuff. and we're ready some serious <laughs> okay. stuff right now guys we're super super excited about this super stoked if you don't know who we are if you are just someone tuning into our podcast but you haven't seen us on youtube uh we make youtube videos not Surprise. together but we have separate <laughs> channels we do yes and i have been doing this since 2012 my name is kendall ray yeah, Kendall Ray is in the house. Hey, in, the right. ha- in my basement, actually. I'm in my basement, and it is cold. Live from the cold, clammy basement. Yes, yes. And oh my God, you guys, I convinced Josh to let Lily sit on the table. <laughs> I'm going to take a video so that people can see what we're seeing, and I'm going to have you overlay this. Oh my God, we've got to be the only podcast room studio that has a little cat <laughs> next to our audio equipment she needs to be with me she's always with me when i work when i edit she she's does. under my desk she brings us peace mm-hmm. i needed her for emotional support because this is the <laughs> first time i'm doing this i'm a little scared yeah you know the nerves are they're there they're gotta there. shake off those nerves i'm like what if we get rejected so from the podcast world oh i know it's so weird though because you do feel like you're breaking into this whole new world of podcasting yeah. and because yes. it is it's a whole totally different separate thing from mm-hmm. youtube and I'm used to swimming in different waters <laughs> yes we're in a different ocean today and yes. it's a little scary guys i must say but yes we will uh settle into it and uh hopefully uh, it's gonna be really really fun we're so excited about it and like i was saying um we make i guess on my channel i make videos make conspiracy theory videos, history videos, mystery videos, <laughs> true crime videos. <laughs> I don't know. What else? I love how those all sort of rhyme. That's history, great. mystery, <laughs> history, mystery, you know conspiracy. What? Hell yeah. So shout out to Jenna Marbles. <laughs> I, I say that all the time now. So I'm just putting it out there now. I got it from Jenna Marbles. Like everyone says it now. And I feel like everyone like in our family says this now. Does any do any of you and your families say? Hell yeah! Yeah, that's, Hell yeah. she just started such a trend. I love it. I love her. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, so who are on, you? You're not yes. Jenna. No, I'm Kendall, <laughs> and on my channel, I talk about all kinds of things. So I basically, um, my husband here, Josh, we are married. When did we meet? Oh we should God. tell our story a little bit. Seriously. Okay. Yeah, we could give a little uh, sneak peek and in, into yeah. our lovely past. Sure. Yes. How we didn't we even met. plan this. Tell her what do you what do you want to say? No, I think it's cool, but I think I you think should finish important. telling the wonderful listeners out there about what you do on YouTube and Well, I think we need to start with to our story. Point. You know what? I know my uh, audience. They probably want to know uh, about our story. We're, we're already we're already taking a detour, guys, <laughs> off the original plan. <laughs> I have <laughs> this ADD. is gonna be it's a long podcast, so No, in. but I really feel like some people don't know you, Josh. Some okay, people that yeah, have watched me for a while. Let's so. give people a deep dive tonight. Let's let's give them a Good idea. So, Josh and I, we met actually our sophomore year of high school. So, we met in like 2008 and we met at a school dance, but we didn't really like We're going become way friends. Back. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're getting the full story. I, they need to know where I found you. Okay. So, he was dating a girl at my school and I was dating whoever at the time brought to that dance. I don't even remember. And Josh was there, and we met, and then we added each other on Facebook, and then we kind of always, like, talked 
over the years. And then randomly, my cousin, uh, she was on my Facebook, her and my sister. I was in a Chipotle my... on my laptop, <laughs> yeah. eating a burrito on my laptop. I'm that weird guy in high school that brought his laptop to Chipotle. I don't think you're weird. I think and a lot ate of a burrito. I used to bring my shit to Panera like on my mm. off hours. But it was funny because I was sitting there eating my burrito and... All of a sudden, a little Facebook chat pops up, and it's Kendall, and yep. I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like I'm like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" <laughs> Kendall's reaching, you know, because yeah. I actually added you out of nowhere, just creepy. I'll admit it, guys. I'm a bit of a creepy social media stalker a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know. I just like to know what people are up to, and <laughs> not not for any like reason that you is... don't creep on people now, but you no, used no, no. to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You were, I think a lot of high school boys were like, like meeting people. It's not like you creep on people now. Yeah. Like don't yeah. even go on Facebook, but yeah. And yeah. I mean, it, I was looking for fish in a bigger sea and <laughs> Facebook was the way to do that. I mean, you'd be like, oh, she's good yeah. looking. I'm going to give her an ad and well, see if she'll add me. I don't know. Josh doesn't recall things quietly, quietly, <laughs> quite the same way that I do. Cause I, when I first saw Josh, I like was really, I felt something like I, totally i have the memory so etched in my brain like even when i first saw you so when i so anyway my cousin and my sister messaged josh from my account and my cousin doesn't remember so maybe it was just my sister i don't even remember now it's been so long that was 2010 so um to make a long story short (laughs) yeah they messaged him pretended to be me said hey hottie Josh was like, hey, <laughs> I got back to them. Oh, God. And then that's how I felt bad. I got on and I felt bad and I was like, hey, sorry, that was actually my whatever, my sister, my cousin. Did so, you really just feel bad for me? Is that why you offered up your number? Or no, did, I liked you. Or you were like, ooh, he's kind of no, cute. No, I, liked, I was my like, number. this is kind of convenient. But I had to apologize to like a couple people that they did it to. That's hilarious. Yes. So then Josh and I fell in love. End of the story. And now we're married. <laughs> we got married last in June of 2016. So little detour there, but I just had to explain us. People don't know. So um yeah, so where yeah. are we on that? No, so we decided to do this podcast yeah. called Mile Higher Podcast. Yes. Josh made a channel more recently, actually. He just you haven't even been on YouTube a full year and you've no. been kicking butt. Kicking booty. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been really fun. It's been awesome to interact with people in a different way and be able to learn about shit that I really want to learn about and uh, what I feel passionate about and what generally just interests me and share that with other people has been really rewarding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a totally different experience from what I've been used to being out there in the, the other world that exists. And it feels good to be able to express myself on YouTube and now through this podcast and just, you know, get to know all you guys and you guys get to know me and Mm -hmm. talk about stuff. Hopefully we have in common, which is amazing. Yeah. And and what kind of topics do you do on your channel? So, (laughs) so Josh, so (laughs) what kind of topics? So I talk, I do a lot of videos about space. I'm a big space enthusiast. No way. I would have never known. This is, I would have never guessed. Yeah, surprise, but... <laughs> You're going to blend <laughs> in with our background, whatever I know, it is. I know. I know. Oh, do. my God. But, uh, yeah, no, videos about space. I like futuristic concepts and just talking about what the future will look like, mm-hmm. which is uh, really interesting to, to talk about, in fact. But, um, <laughs> yeah, futuristic events, um, as well as 
all things science and just space. interesting things about, I already said space. But. Oh, theories, science, like theories about Yeah, science. like theories, yeah, like I've I'm been doing a lot of videos about the origins of the universe and origins of life. There's so many theories out there for that. Yeah. And that's really interesting to yeah. think about. Yeah, we're going to get deep into those types of, po of topics. Honestly, I'm hoping to talk... I'm really excited about this because a lot of the topics that Josh covers on his channel, I'm super interested in. I just, I, I'm not as good at explaining those types of things as he is. So I'm just excited to be part of the conversation about some of the topics that Josh covers because they are wild. If you're not subscribed to him, you definitely should be because it's, he's smart and it's very <laughs> true and shocking and interesting. Yeah. I think, I think the wow factor comes from the fact that it could be real and it, is most likely real so it's it's interesting yeah. stuff so it's definitely been compelling to make videos about that and uh yeah i mean the last part that i've been taking on pretty heavily is ufos and extraterrestrial life and making videos about the possibility of being visited by aliens or if they have visited if aliens have visited the earth and yeah all sorts of things like that and that Anything could That's happen. a whole nother ball game too. When you open up that mm -hmm. that can of worms, and man, I've learned so much just about that subject, and you know, so excited to be making videos about it and bring awareness to it because there's aliens, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there's no doubt about it. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty crazy. Well, though. now that they're showing it on the mainstream, like CNN played clips of a UFO that was government footage that they released. So. Yeah, at this point, it's kind of, like, crazy for anyone to be like, no way. <laughs> like, at least everyone has to be like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, if you're, committed, like, absolutely but... not, then I don't know what's wrong with you. But Right. There's, yeah, there's a lot of evidence for it. But... Where did we get into this? We should, we got to slow down here. All right. What are we doing now? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying that I make videos about aliens. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that makes sense. if you like that kind of stuff, definitely check out my YouTube channel, Joshua Door. But, uh, so what is this podcast going to look like? Um, I bet a lot of you guys are wondering, how can I watch this if you're just finding it on YouTube or whatever? Maybe you stream on something else. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to let Josh explain this, but yeah. we will be up every Sunday, most likely at night, so that you can listen to it Monday morning. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I used to listen to podcasts in the car on the way to work. And it, yeah. anybody that's, that's got do. a decent commute. Most likely, and shout out podcasts. to all of you commuting to your jobs and making dollars and working hard. Absolutely, <laughs> it is you definitely go. yeah. You go, you keep going. But so the plan is to put the podcast up on YouTube for all of you to watch and listen to, which I know a lot of people like to physically watch. You know the podcast versus just listening to it. So we're putting it up on YouTube for all of you guys. But if you're not into watching podcasts because that takes way too much time and you've got other shit to do, then don't you worry because we will be getting it up on iTunes, actually, which is mm -hmm. awesome. That's cool. iTunes, um, as well as TuneIn. What? I don't even know what these yeah, are. Yeah, no, I know. They're, this is so new they're radio uh, sites, like streaming oh. sites. Oh, Snitcher? So, What's Snitcher? No, Stitcher. Oh, st sorry. Stitcher, not Snitcher. <laughs> Yeah, we're putting it up on Snitcher. Snitcher.com. <laughs> Snitches. <laughs> All right. But no, the show will be uploaded to Stitcher as well as SoundCloud and Google Play. So You guys can just like hear me puke. Can I pick it up? Yeah, they, oh. everybody just got a big gulp. 
We're driving to work and they're like, gulp. <laughs> you got to remember that we're in front of a microphone okay, now. Yeah. Well, how do I drink? Do I have you to got, like turn put your it head? Away? Yeah. Yeah. Or move it or Can just. You hear me now. <laughs> <laughs> but just move it to the okay. side or move your head to the side. All right. Oh, but hopefully, my goal is to get it up on Spotify because a lot of people have Spotify now and it just makes it really convenient if you can listen to the podcast there. So do they not allow you to just do it? You have Well, to like... no, you got to apply and they only accept certain podcasts. They have like a couple different things to kind of base their judgment upon or rumors <laughs> of it. I'm all self-conscious about drinking yeah. now. <laughs> it's okay. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Well, that makes um, sense. I guess that makes sense. So yeah, we'll hopefully be able to get up one on Spotify, but it'll be every, it'll be all sorts of places. Yes. But if you don't care about any of those, you can always go to milehigherpodcast.com and you can mm. listen to it there. Oh, wow. Stream it right there. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Look at you. And you Tech can boy, also. This is why I married you. <laughs> it wasn't that hard, but, uh, <laughs> but you can, uh, as we put out more episodes, people be able to pick and choose what episode they want and all sorts of cool stuff like that. So go check out milehigherpodcast.com. So, is it weird if I sit like this? Is that okay? No, you can sit however you want, man. Yeah, I guess most people are just listening. Just all right. Yeah, sit down and chill just out. Be we're gonna be here for a while, man. Yeah, okay. I'm. We got My back hurts. Like, <laughs> not good support over there. Okay. So today, what will we be talking about? We are going to be talking about the most interesting things that have happened in 2017 as far as developments in science and technology or extraterrestrials, maybe. Josh actually created this list because I was filming all day and editing. But Get ready. I was like, you know what? It would honestly be really cool if I could learn about these things yeah, live absolutely. on camera. Like, how often does my audience absolutely. get to see that? And just First disclaimer, reaction. we are not experts on anything we're going to be talking about. <laughs> we are just two people talking on the internet yeah. about this stuff and looking at. But we do our best to, we don't ever right. like put out things that are fake. We do both have college degrees, so yes. I guess that's good. <laughs> we're educated. Edu- that doesn't really mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean you're smart. <laughs> but yes. But yeah, we wanted to talk about some of the awesome scientific breakthroughs and discoveries of 2017 and oh dude i'm so excited you probably most of this stuff you are not going to even know about surprisingly because unless you dig a little bit deeper than what the mainstream media puts out for you you oftentimes won't even know about this stuff and i will go ahead and say that i did not know about some of this stuff when i found this article so yeah this is pretty interesting so we can start back earlier this year when we found on February 22nd, one of the biggest discoveries of the year hmm. and could affect the future beyond Earth. Is there a number of these? Like a number of things that we're talking about today? We could count down. Oh, no. We got a loads of them. Oh, really? Like how many? Like as many as we need. Oh, There's a long okay. list. There's probably at least 30. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's start but with we... number one. Number one, though. We discovered seven Earth-like exoplanets were discovered and now they discovered yes, recently another notice. one the trappist one star system yes so thinking about this for Isn't a second it? these are earth-like planets in another star system which means what there could be life there exactly. and there's a good chance that there's life there but i also want people to remember that you don't necessarily have to have the exact elements of here on earth to have life somewhere else i mean they could live in completely different elements but 
Yes, that does make it more likely. Based upon what we can observe, though. Right. This is based upon what we observe these planets. We discovered them. We saw them. Right. Which means that they have promising conditions for life there. So that's pretty awesome, I'd say. Very awesome. It's I'd good say. to know that if... Oh, sorry. I shouldn't crack my neck <laughs> on here. That's not good. It's good to know that if, you know, the Earth goes to shit and we somehow destroy our planet, that there's other planets out there. But it's... Far, but man. Yeah. Isn't it 200? I, I want to say it's 224,000 light years. Or it's, 100, no, 244,000 something light years away. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, will you look up how far it is? It's ridiculous. I just want to know far. if I'm at all right. <laughs> um, Not sure. Can you just Google it? You <laughs> yeah, have a computer. Oh, why are you trying to sit so far back? Because I'm trying to sit back and I'll lean look it back. up. Oh, I have a computer too. Yeah. You know what? I can do it <laughs> Why don't too. Why you look it up? <laughs> I forgot. This is so cool. Okay, Trappist One. But how far? The scientists at the European Southern Observatory oh, I was and NASA right. announced the discovery. I was, was going right. to say, it is not, too, it can't be that many light years. No, I was thinking, I got confused with, I think, miles to the moon. Does that sound? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> sure. about 200 something, 100,000 miles to the moon. Sure. Forty-four or something. It's still a long but ways away. But it is thirty-nine point forty-six light years away. So that's far. That is very far. Which though. we that have would take to be able to seventy something years, right? Something around there. Seventy like our years. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Okay, so it's two hundred twenty-nine trillion miles. Yeah, dude. Light that's years where is I got confused. Extremely okay. far. Right. And uh, yeah. So think about that, you guys. So to the moon is around 200-something. How far is it to the moon? It's a lot less than 39.46 light years, that's for sure. So the moon is 238,000 miles from Earth. So this is... God, that is so far. Yeah. That's so this... still so far. <laughs> that's so far. So what is that? It was... How many? It was like 200... No, I lost my article. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So it's a long ways away, so... We can't exactly count on the Trappist-1 system as being a potential new home yeah. for us should we have mm -hmm. to leave Earth. So 229 trillion compared to... But I love how NASA continues to pump us with these planets that could have life and could be a home for us. Well, I think they're so, really trying to get people to like at least think about it and have it be more of a realistic option so that it's not as shocking when right. they find out that it's true. Well, and if you didn't know, NASA is planning a mission to send humans to mars like fairly soon really yeah and the uh relative oh i did know that sorry future focusing on this so that's pretty interesting yeah. so is elon musk he's gonna like conquer that planet <laughs> this is my it's planet. gonna be the musk planet <laughs> it's changed from mars to musk <laughs> speaking of elon musk that was another big breakthrough this year was spacex elon musk musk's company yes Musk's private space company. company they were the first ones i believe that actually shot off a rocket spacecraft and then brought it back to earth and then reused it and used it again recycling his wow rockets and spacecraft that's incredible i did not actually yeah, know that the booster the same wow. the same booster they used more than once oh my god and, yeah, they uh, announced plans to go to Mars and wow. keep making 
Reused capsule. All their rockets and spacecraft reusable. Wow, that's, you know what? He is like the future. Why is Donald Trump president and Elon Musk is not? I, I don't know. I mean, I just wish Elon Musk had more say in. They don't want to run because they don't think they have that much power anyway, and they don't. Really doesn't matter who's in. Be real. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was another big breakthrough this year was Elon Musk's SpaceX. That's pretty cool, though, don't you think? Yeah. That's really cool. Good for him. Seriously. That's really he's cool. He's someone that I think all of us can look up to because he's just... Yeah. He's built so much and just... And he's so smart. He is brilliant. Yeah, he is. He definitely mm-hmm. is Genius brilliant. level. The chosen one. Like the Einstein of our generation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, though. for real. He's developing... He's basically carrying on some of the work that Nikola Tesla was doing like a long time ago. That's why he named his company Tesla. Right. Absolutely. He's a badass. <laughs> he is. He's like the Nikola Tesla of this generation. Yeah, he is. All right. What's up next? Now, this one's kind of crazy. I, I didn't even know about this till recently, but this year, a team of physicians from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia published a study that detailed the successful use of an artificial womb. What? Yeah, yeah. They what? have a device. It's a transparent bio bag filled with a fluid that allows it to imitate Ew. the environment inside a uterus. And they successfully housed a 23-week-old lamb. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. That is... it's. So they haven't done it with a human yet? No, but that's the goal of this. Oh, my God. Is if they were able to, you know, grow the child outside of the mother's womb in an artificial womb. Wow. That's insane. Isn't it? Yeah, that's really cool, though. Which it's supposed to actually end up helping premature births. Because it's oh. the leading cause of death for newborns. Wow. Interesting. So, so if a, someone was born premature, they could put them in the bag and continue cooking them, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like that's not a messed up. The, but that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. They can transfer the newborn wow. child Imagine from its how mother's many womb to an artificial save. womb. Yeah. So this is expected wow, to incredible. be ready in the near future, too. This is oh my God. It was a successful test with the, the lamb. So this is going to be hopefully coming soon and yeah we'll save a lot of lives which is yes. really incredible and it's so hard like i feel so bad for people that work in like the n- neonatal unit you know the with the the newborns that yeah. are like struggling it's so hard i can't imagine like i give them so much respect it's so Absolutely. hard that like, looks tiny, how disappointing because it oftentimes doesn't work out so it's yeah. amazing and they're so supportive of the families that's Truly amazing. And I, yeah, I think it's great work. I think there's a lot to be excited for with the future, especially with advances in medicine. Yes. And medical technology, yeah. I think, is going to change drastically in the next 20, especially 50 years. Yeah. And this next breakthrough is pretty incredible, too. And it's basically the first embryo was edited for the first time in the U.S. Edited? Which means. Basically, uh, embryo editing means we're even closer to being safe, being able to safely and efficiently correct defective genes that carry heritable diseases in embryos. Wow. So if let's say your parent has some sort of uh, hereditary disease. Your child? 
Oh, your parent? your parent does. Oh. So because your parent has oh, this disease, right. you're at risk for this disease. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, I got to sneeze. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just leave it. I was wondering what it's I was. fine. No one cares. I was Everyone wondering sneezes. what I was going to have to do when I had to sneeze. But. Well, Lily is sitting right here. Maybe <laughs> she's making you sneeze. Quit making me sneeze, man. Our cat is like, has her face pressed up against the processor, mic processor, because it's like warm. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh, she's so cute. Okay, Precious. anyway, no one can even see her. So this. I don't want to take a picture. Keep talking. So embryo <laughs> editing is going to allow doctors to be able to correct defective genes that carry these diseases while the child is an embryo. Which will also save a lot of lives and save yeah. a lot of pain and suffering for, yes. for people. Give people the best life that they could possibly live. That's incredible. That's seriously incredible. Their best chance at life, I guess. No. So not only are they able to do that, but they're also learning how to edit genes inside the human body. Which wow. is really interesting. Wow. Which means that it's coming, but... Gene hacking, gene editing is is coming. You're going to be able to edit your genetic code. Like while you're already alive? Yes. Oh, my God. Isn't that interesting? That's not (laughs) good. You could, like, change your genetics if you wanted to. That's really not good. (laughs) Imagine what people would do with that. Soon we're going to have, like, asses as big as buses. Like, just straight up, like, two watermelons. If people can just, like, change their genetics, people are going to go crazy. Everyone's going to, like, change their body, whatever trend there is. Yeah. That'd be insane. I just, (laughs) I don't know. You don't like that? I don't like that. You should, you know, love yourself the way you are. But I'm sure it'll happen. (laughs) They're also testing transplanting pig organs to humans. Ew. And I guess they're having success with this. That's good. Um, Yeah, so they're working on trying to create pigs uh, using this gene editing tool in order to uh, pay. Because if you think about it, you know, who wants, you know, an organ from a pig? Because you'd be, you know, they're kind of dirty and, Mm -hmm. you know. But with this ability to edit genes, they'll be able to make the perfect pig to produce the perfect organs so that we can harvest them and transplant them to us mm. as opposed to transplanting from one human to another what do you think about that <laughs> Pretty... i mean i guess yeah that's good it just kind of weirds me out yeah yeah i don't know i just but i guess you know what that's probably more efficient what is that yeah no it is more efficient but <laughs> Where'd you go for a second? You just radio silence. People were like, wait, did this stop? Did this end? <laughs> no, sometimes you forget. God, what's that sound? What sound? Sorry, this is the first round, you guys. What? I don't know. I think I keep hearing sounds, but. What? Never mind. We're good. What if someone's like breaking in the house? Is that what you're hearing? I did hear a sound too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe the mics are just picking up something. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Why don't you go check? No, that's all good. We're You're good. just scared to check too. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, it's because you're moving. You're. It's oh. picking. I'm picking up that staticky sound. 
Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's next? Back to what we were talking about. This is our first run, people. Hang with us. This literally is our first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's something called time crystals. T- Ooh, what is it? Which is interesting. Crystal. Mm, it's a hypothetical it. crystal, though. Mm-hmm. That can potentially stay in perpetual motion without energy, thanks to a fracture in time's symmetry. Do you even know what that means? No. Sort of. I sold like half. Apparently, in 2002, these types of structures were deemed impossible by most physicists, but now they are potentially a real thing, these time crystals. And and what... What are they exactly? I'm confused about what it even is. Yeah, I am too. I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Uh, Wait. No. So, okay. It's probably just extremely complicated. Yeah, it is. No, it's it's just physics, dude. It's just physics. Okay. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look it up then. Time crystals. Time crystals. It's very interesting sounding. Time crystals. Yeah. Like I sort of understand what they're saying. It's obviously like something really, really hard to understand. It's a new form of matter. Ooh, new form of matter. Huh. So it's like a hypothetical crystal, though. It's not real, is it? No. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's if crystals have an atomic structure that repeats in space, like carbon lattice of a diamond. <laughs> why can't crystals also have a structure that repeats in time? That, that is, is a time, a time crystal. crystal. Interesting. That is very bizarre. I don't really know. That's wild, man. That's I've never heard that before. Physics, right there. One-dimensional chain. Mm. Huh. Time crystals. Just sounds like a breakthrough. Wow. Time crystals. Time crystals repeat in time because they are kicked periodically, sort of like tapping jello repeatedly to jiggle it. Are you following this? This makes no sense. No. What are I, they? I'm now they're talking about jello? Jello. The big breakthrough is. It sounds like some high pet. High pet. High pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I have the word in my head. Hypothetical? But hypothetical. <laughs> like. I'm like. <laughs> Oh Sorry, God. you guys. I am laughing way too hard right now. <laughs> okay. This is way too okay. funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. How long have we been doing? Only 30 minutes? Okay. That's good. So we'll probably continue a while. I mean, All right. if anyone even wants to listen. Enough of this hypothetical time crystal. <laughs> Let's talk about some real shit right Okay, here. yeah. But something Science. crazy to look into and keep your eye on. Yeah, time absolutely. Crystals. Absolutely. Okay. Now that we've talked about some of the major medical breakthroughs, I think it's time we move to space space lots happening in space this year one thing that i found particularly interesting was that our first interstellar visitor officially confirmed interstellar visitor was spotted in the form of a giant asteroid i actually know nothing about this josh really well, sort of. I not nothing about it. I've read up on it a little I bit. I didn't make a video about this. I know, I just missed that video. video. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like all of your videos except for that one. So it was so it. because you don't know, and for those that don't know, on October eighteenth of this year, astronomers spotted this mysterious object which passed through our solar system. 
And the way that this thing came through the solar system was very odd in, in the way of its path. It was different than anything else we've ever seen before. And it looked like, like in the it way was, it was moving. Yeah. Oh, just the way it moved through our solar system. Cause it slingshotted off of the sun into a different direction. So its flight path was very odd, which had us, a lot of people thinking, including myself, that maybe this asteroid, which they actually called Uma Uma. Uma Uma. Uma Uma, meaning a messenger from afar arriving first in Hawaiian. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that actually. cool, though? Yeah. Cool name. Uma Uma. Uma Uma. Oh, but yeah, there's a lot of people thinking that this thing could be either a alien spacecraft a piece of an alien spacecraft or maybe you know a destroyed or just a piece of metal or something flying through our solar system and what's interesting about it is that we do know that it came from elsewhere came from another part of the galaxy completely really yeah how do, how do they know something like system. that like how do they figure that out do you you probably don't even know well no it's because be so complicated <laughs> They, I mean, they know, I mean, as far as what they know, I mean, we could talk about what they actually oh, know. Oh, it was discovered by University of Hawaii. That's why they named it that. Right. So NASA didn't. I was like, NASA's getting creative. Yeah, no. It um, was the university that discovered it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. But what's interesting about it is that there's been a lot of speculation about whether or not this is some sort of alien spacecraft or a piece of a spacecraft. So mm -hmm. they actually scientists actually have been trying to take a closer look at this thing as it flew out of the, our solar system because it basically slingshotted around our sun and headed out outbound to another part of space oh my god so it's totally an alien craft it, it, the way it it seems that the way that it flew through the solar system that it definitely mm -hmm. could be some sort of alien spacecraft or... well, i'm reading here it seems like stephen hawking this is from telegraph uh, Stephen Hawking believes that, and he's looking for, he has a show called Breakthrough Listen Project. Oh, no, it's not a show. Sorry. I yeah, no, I forgot. Um, he is working on this. He's, he's trying to at, see if yeah. they can They're searching for evidence or... of civilizations beyond Earth, and they announced that they would be studying the object for signs of alien technology. Wow, Stephen Hawking. It's yeah. happening, people. This thing is bizarre, it's man. It's crazy. Sometimes I feel like we're like a little bit ahead to like a huge breakthrough that's coming like soon. Oh, you know? I think we absolutely are. I think we're getting all, little bits at a time. Yeah, we're getting little nuggets here and there, and <laughs> little nuggets. Pretty soon we're gonna get the whole freaking thing. That's you know? just so yeah. wild. Tons of interesting things are. So it had like a needle that. shape. Yeah, basically this asteroid looked like a cigar flying through space. It's also this the shape of it, which made us think that yeah it could be some sort of alien spacecraft because this thing does not look like a normal asteroid well listen to this researchers are working on a long distance space no sorry researchers that work on long distance space transportation have previously suggested that a cigar or needle shape is most likely architecture for interstellar spacecraft since this would minimize friction and damage from interstellar gas and dust yeah, exactly. That's exactly so what... So, if they were going to come, it would probably look like... So, that totally makes sense. Right. Totally. And, yeah, this thing is bizarre, and it's 
and the makeup, the actual makeup of this asteroid is very interesting too. It's as big as London's Gherkin skyscraper. I'm sorry, guys. I should probably know that. Is it Gherkin? <laughs> Gherkin. Gherkin skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. Yes. Interesting. So yeah, they're trying to figure out if it's aliens or if it's just a piece of space rock or piece of metal or something but from what we can tell oh. it's not just an asteroid well if it's moving i mean it just doesn't make sense any other way like if if um it really was anything that that would be normally up there we would know what it was because we've we've researched everything we know the speeds of everything like scientists would be able to debunk this quickly and they can't so that shows us it is something from out well it is obviously but it's got to be something Un, like not native of space, like something built by something else. It seems that way. And, and what's also interesting to note is that if you think about the shape of this mm -hmm. asteroid, if it was an asteroid, it's like a long cigar shape, very thin. Yeah. Very like a flat rock. Yeah, like a flat, flat rock. rock. And Big flat really, rock. this flat rock flew through deep space and didn't collide with anything and kept this shape. The yeah, whole right. time, or maybe it broke off of something bigger, but I don't know. Uh, it just looks too close. Well, to... I think with how fast it was moving, that didn't yeah. they say it was moving faster? Than... Yeah, it was moving extremely fast, and just the way that it flew in is very bizarre. That's so wild. So, okay, so let's go there. If there, so let's say this is just the first time we've caught anything like this. What if there's things like this that have come before, but it's either we been quiet it. or. You know, it we wasn't the University of Hawaii that found it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like some of the best telescopes in the world are in Hawaii. Right. And they just saw it, but they weren't even able to determine exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show probably how much other stuff is flying in and out of our solar system that we have no idea about. Well, that let's could be... go with the idea that it is aliens just for the fun of it. Um, even though I really do think it likely is. What, what do you they think doing? they're doing? <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? What are they're just you flying doing? through? Maybe they're just interstellar travelers. They just fly through different solar systems. And to how long was scout this? It out. How long was it in our solar system? Oh, like man. days it or was, like yeah, it hours? was days. Days. Weeks, I think. Oh wow, interesting. So they could have been like exploring. Yeah, it's on its way. I think they said by January it was going to be out by like Saturn or something like. It's on oh, its, its way still... out of the solar system. But yeah, it's still in our solar system still. Wow. Yeah. That's why the that's why Stephen Hawking wow. and others are trying to send I don't know, wow. radio waves to it towards it. And... This is why wasn't this on CNN? I have no idea. That's shocking cuz CNN even reported the UFO coverage. I think this they year. did. They did report it. Yeah. But it was they only report about it for like you know an hour or so and they probably are just like space and then they bring in rock. an expert like they probably i think they probably had like neil degrasse tyson or somebody like that yeah come on the show and try to explain it and whatever debunk it, <laughs> debunk it. <laughs> but he can't just no say one it's can. a space rock interesting isn't that interesting That's very interesting i'm i did it's know about it i guess i didn't know traveler about though yeah if it is in fact the spacecraft i didn't realize they knew that it was like from out i didn't know like any of that yeah that's so interesting. Totally. Well, and another thing interesting that happened was the Cassini <gasps> spacecraft actually ended its mission in exploring the planets 
and bid farewell in September of this year. It's a 20-year-old spacecraft that's been flying around Saturn, taking stunning images of it and its moons. Wow. Before it finally plunged into Saturn, where it met its death, the spacecraft. Was that planned? Yes. They're like, oh, it will hit the rings? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Does it get in the rings or the planet? No, I think it fell to the planet. And... Wow. Mm. But it provided us all those cool pictures of the rings of Saturn. Saturn's my favorite. I think my favorite planet. I find yeah. Saturn just so beautiful and just so cool. Oh yeah, with its rings around it. My like favorite the rock planet rings. is Venus, but I definitely like Saturn second. I'm just talking like it's the coolest looking planet cosmetically. <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. If I, I had mean, to who look at isn't into Saturn? Saturn. There's so many like Saturn tattoos. I want Saturn. a Saturn tattoo. Actually. Saturns are are awesome. Okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool, right? That is Pretty very cool. cool. The first time this year, astronomers witnessed a head-on collision of neutron stars. What? I don't even understand. Sometimes when I see these space headlines, I'm like, how the hell are scientists seeing a head-on collision of neutron stars? Like, how does that even make sense? It doesn't make sense. Lily, don't get any ideas. The cat's trying to walk towards me. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, that's a little misleading, though, because it's not that they saw the actual star collision, because that would have happened a long time ago, 130 million light years so away. So, how did they measure it or whatever? They caught the resulting gravitational waves and the light show. Apparently, there was a light show that could be detected. Wow. Like stars, like bright lights. And it's the first detection of its kind. Of so, a... this is the first time that we've been able to detect two stars colliding creating these gravitational waves so does that could light that, show being able to see that can that create a solar system or do i just sound ridiculous <laughs> could two stars colliding it, who knows well, I mean, it could isn't create that how, i don't know yeah i thought how that, everything starts from stars well isn't that what it is yeah am i gonna yeah. sound dumb that's really what it is right yeah stars colliding can create new planets and whatever else yeah that's what i thought yeah. Interesting. Stars are very powerful. So maybe it's a future solar system. Isn't that amazing, though? It is amazing. And probably one of the most groundbreaking things that happened this year was yeah. we found out that humans have been on this Earth up to 350,000 years ago. Yeah. That a is so interesting. longer than 100,000 years ago was what we previously thought. Yeah. Only 100,000. But now we found fossils back 350,000 years ago. Our ancestors were walking this planet. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's absolutely incredible. What the? I, I wish mean, I could go back so 350,000 years ago and just like fly over the earth and see what it was like. Can you even think like, oh my God. And then it, it makes me so crazy because like we think we have such people think we have such a good like idea of history. Like ancient we civilizations, don't we don't shit. know anything. We, don't know we miss so <laughs> much. Like, and but we only like have record for. I don't even know how long ago the oldest civilization. Can you look that up? The oldest. Oh man, what is it like? What is Babylon? the oldest like, civilization that we have really, on record? Oh man, what is it? Um. Oh, I know it. It's like. What? Oh dang, I can't remember. Is it Mesopotamian? Mesopotamian. 
Persian civilization. Persian, Greeks, Chinese, Mayans, ancient Egyptians, but I think the Mesopotamians were the oldest. Who's the first? I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Is yeah, it? no, I don't know, because the aboriginals were here before, right. like, anybody, so, in Australia. Well, the first, yeah. The first continual race was the aboriginals. But bottom line is that we've been walking on this planet a long time ago. Yeah. So, in that stretch of 350,000 years, you're meaning to tell me that only, <laughs> like, 2,000 years has been, like, progress and, like, yeah, you know, everyone was dumb up until now. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's ridiculous. And people will argue that yeah. evolution took that long to get us to where we're at now. Well, people are so like entitled about it. I don't think they realize it, but they're just people are so confident that they knew exactly like how everything went down, you know, and that every they were dumb, uncivilized, singing <laughs> songs by the fire. Like we don't, we have no idea. For all no. we know, they had like a full. Nobody was like, there. Yeah, exactly. Were you there? I no. wasn't there. No. And neither were any of you. Any of you. No well, that, of you were we're going to talk about ancient Egypt on this podcast for sure. Do like a whole segment on it. Honestly, I want to talk about all, a lot of these different ancient civilizations yeah. like the Mayans. I'm fascinated yeah. with the Mayans and we the Aztecs. We both really into ancient history. Very interesting. And mm -hmm. I think... I think what you find when you look at these civilizations is that they were far more advanced than we give them credit for. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. But... I think, and I think they seriously probably had a better understanding of things than we do. We think we're so smart, so advanced, just because we have like scientific and technology developments. But we don't. They probably, you know, whoever was here first probably has the closest to the truth about like the meaning of life. And you know, like I just feel like some of these ancient cultures had like wisdom that's been lost over the years or has been hidden from us. To be honest, so. I just think more people should look back, but it's hard because we can't see back and we just have like, what some guys that like dug up some little architects, like, you know, it's, it, I understand it's incredible work that architects Our knowledge are doing, is based but it's upon... very hard to, to really figure out what was going on. And like, all we have is little drawings and little, you know, we don't have that much that can tell us about like how society worked, how their currency worked. Well, I guess we have some of that stuff. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, we really can't begin to understand civilization because we weren't here. And we weren't even close to being here. Especially if there were civilizations 300,000 years ago. Like, we don't have any idea. No, and we have the actual evidence that we do have from that time period is slim to none. Yes. I mean, we still haven't found so much stuff that we base a lot of, you know, facts about our history and especially our ancient history and... And the Bible in particular, right? There's a lot of things in the Bible that have yet to be discovered yet. I mean, it's in it's, the Bible. Yeah, just like like the Ark of the Covenant. Like that's a huge oh, right. thing in yeah, the Bible. We still don't know where that is. I mean, we have an idea of where it is, but how come we haven't been able to locate it yet? Or you know, all yeah. of the ten the tablets of the Ten Commandments, all of them. So yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting though that you know in that time period of three hundred fifty thousand years. A bit like one percent or less of it was what we would consider an advanced civilization. Yeah. And to us, all the rest of it is ancient. Yeah. It's ancient to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But maybe we're ancient. What if <laughs> we're supposed to live the way they did, and the way that we're living right now is not the oh yeah the right way? Like if they were way more advanced, like they had better tech, better um. They like, didn't need as much material things. Yeah. 
or they like figured out a different type of energy that allowed exactly uh, a more peaceful society or a society where everyone can thrive in. Right. Um, and could it have been changed over time? Was there a time where we had it more figured out or a time where we were in contact with different species of aliens out there? I mean, who really knows? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> We love ancient that stuff aliens. Is so, yeah, the show's a little ridiculous sometimes. But a lot of <laughs> it is so possible and very, very interesting to think about. I don't think I would rule out the idea that we could have already been communicating with aliens a long, long time ago. I mean, for anyone to confidently say they know that we haven't, you're being silly. Like, <laughs> you've been alive for 100 years. What do you know? This planet is, you know, so... I just try to be more open-minded about all things and like mile just, higher. Yeah. Take things a mile higher. Yep. In order to listen to this, you definitely got to open your mind a little bit because yeah. we're going to say some there. things that sound a little bit out there. It might, you might think, At oh first, man, they're a little crazy until you that. hear the, the facts behind it, the science behind it, the proof you're like, wow. Okay. So that's completely plausible. If not true, which is what we're going to do in this podcast. And mm -hmm. obviously today we're not going to go into all the details about what we're talking about right now, yeah. even, but be prepared. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to stretch your mind. And, you know, especially if you haven't heard this stuff before, you're going to think, oh my God, this is crazy. Like yeah. they think aliens were around in ancient days. The aliens helped build the pyramids. Like, I, I don't think we sound as crazy as we think though. Cause a lot of people believe that like, and there's a lot of good proof. Like if you've never heard of this before, the main reason, and Josh and I want to do a whole other podcast about this, but one of the main reasons is because no one can explain how the pyramids were made. It's like absolutely puzzling to, to this day. so many experts. No one can explain how they did it. How they, they're huge and they're perfect. And it just doesn't make sense with the technology that they had, unless they were way more advanced than we're told. And I just like, I just, I have a trouble with history books because I'm like, how can you accurately report some of the things that they say? Or they like sort of draw pictures. Here's what life was like. How can you know that? Like, we have no idea what it was like. And people have such a done deal in their head about what ancient Egypt was or like ancient whatever, or what our history is. They're just right. like, yeah so absolutely so yeah. we will definitely dive into that stuff mm. in upcoming episodes because i love talking about that stuff do you hear running upstairs <laughs> no i thought you think it's just tucker and me ball chasing yeah, each other it's probably the cats running around <laughs> i swear to god i just heard like footprints but knowing our cats they're probably just chasing each other we have if you didn't know we have three cats actually and two dogs we have a new puppy no kids. Oh, I keep forgetting to show Sadie in my videos. I have tried to show her in my videos <laughs> for like three weeks. I just keep forgetting, keep forgetting about her. Oh, oh, my baby. Okay. Sorry. That was distracting. Let's go. What's so, up next? Another thing that happened most recently, the Pentagon released yes. information about a secret UFO program that they've been operating for the past 10, 10 or so years. What do you think about that? UFOs? They've been studying UFOs? <laughs> no shit. Well, I think they've been studying UFOs for a long time. A long time. As early as like around the 1940s from what I've learned. I That's my guess. Um, Right around like the Roswell stuff. But possibly even before that. I oh mean, yeah, absolutely. They've definitely been researching it. Mikhail Gorbachev. That. I'm going to get some quotes up here. Quotes. 
But anyways, for those that don't know, uh, the Pentagon just this December, a few like a week or two ago, I think a couple weeks ago, yeah, they came out and basically declassified this program that they had been operating from 2000 under the Department of Defense, 2007 to 2012, right? Yeah, or it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was that. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, but they, along with that, they also released official declassified footage of UFOs two instances where Navy fighter pilots encountered UFOs and captured it on camera and released that to the public. So the public is getting their UFO <laughs> indoctrination for the first time, mm-hmm. I believe. I mean, I don't think there's been a UFO sighting on CNN in a while. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Um, so that's a pretty big deal. I mean, yeah. the fact that the government is willing to admit that they've been setting unidentified flying objects or UAPs as they're called now, unidentified aerial phenomena is the new word for them. They don't say UFOs anymore, but I, I think I'm going to still call them UFOs because that's yeah. what they are. UAPs now. Or UAPs. Um, but listen to this. These are people, some people who believed in UFOs. So... I'm going to just read this list. Is that okay? It's <laughs> sure. just, and people are curious. Like, and I feel like a lot of people don't, are not aware of how many huge names. Highly credible, highly, yeah. very leaders powerful. Of the world. Yeah. Leaders of, of our country and Ugh. others. God. Okay. Sorry. I have so many cracks. I, I get, <laughs> that probably sounds crazy. To, <laughs> that probably sounded so weird. If you're just listening to this, I was cracking my arm when I said <laughs> I have so many cracks. <laughs> so many cracks. <laughs> So okay. many cracks. So okay, many. so Jimmy Carter. Jimmy. He was Jimmy. U.S. president from 1976 to 1980. And he promised while on the campaign trail that he would make public all documents of on UFOs if elected. He said, I don't laugh at people anymore when they say they've seen UFOs. I've seen one myself. Interesting. Boom. Jimmy Carter. Boom. Jimmy. Jimmy. And Jimmy. Jimmy was known as a, um, I think, a, he was very religious. I think he was. Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy Carter, dude. I don't think he was, like, that religious. Yeah, he was, I believe. No. No? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't even remember. Who cares? It doesn't have anything to do with it. It's interesting. I don't though. think he was, like, known for being religious, though. But maybe I'm wrong. You might be right, honestly. That's just always what I I thought, but. I mean, he was a Democrat. So. Yeah. But not that, I mean, a lot of Democrats are religious. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if he was religious or not. It has nothing to do with this. Um, Okay. He saw a UFO, though, is the deal. He did. He's seen one. And then General Douglas MacArthur. Famous general. Yes, famous general. Um, He said the next war will be an interplanetary war. Yeah. The nations of Earth must... The nations of Earth must someday make a common front against the attack... By people from other planets. People. Interesting that he called them people. The politics of the future will be cosmic or interplanetary. Or interplanetary. Yeah, guys. That's really what's going to happen, yo. That's really what's going to happen. It's crazy. And people have no idea. Okay. J. Edgar Hoover, right? <laughs> That's Head the of the FBI. FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy. Not good guy. Not a good guy. Um, He said... Spoke of a famous incident when flying saucers allegedly 
fired at, oh, what? Were allegedly, oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading this all wrong. He said that there was a famous incident when flying saucers were allegedly fired at over Los Angeles. Am I saying this right? In 1942. And then his quote was, we must insist upon Somebody full access to, oh, saucers. okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm I am dyslexia just for people who don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Um, we must insist upon full access to discs recovered. For instance, in the LA case, the army grabbed it and would not let us have it for cursory examination. So, J Edgar Hoover literally confirmed that there's been UFOs and cr- and been we've shot at them. <laughs> there's been crazy. crashed UFOs. Stephen Hawking, of course, it is possible that UFOs really do contain aliens, as many people believe, and the government is hushing it up. Oh, Stephen, coming in hot there. Accusations. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all, though. Yeah, that was probably a light version of what he. Anybody that is as intelligent as he is probably would know. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's another thing that's super interesting is talking about. You know, what are the chances that we are alone or what's also an interesting theory is that what if we're the last species? What if there were other species out there, even in our solar system? And well, clearly that's not true since they're flying through the solar system right now. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That doesn't explain. I want to finish reading this list, though. It's pretty interesting. I'm not going to do all of them, but there's just three more I want to say. My bad, my bad. Oh, you're good, you're good. Let's get back to these. First rodeo here. Uh, So, Ronald Reagan, U.S. President, obviously, from 1980 to 1988. And he is quoted saying, I looked out the window and saw this white light. It was zigzagging around. I went up to the pilot and said, have you ever seen anything like that? He was shocked and said, nope. And I said to him, let's follow it. And we followed it for several minutes. It was a bright white light. We followed it to Bakersfield. And all of a sudden, to our utter amazement, it went straight up into the heavens. When I got off the plane, I told Nancy all about it. And by the way, this is also from the Telegraph. That's a British newspaper, I think. Yeah. Telegraph.co.uk. But it's a reputable source. Okay. And these are all real quotes. So that was Ronald Reagan? Yeah, that was Ronald Reagan, dude. So this is Gorbachev? Yeah. This this one here is Mikhail Gorbachev, the USSR's last head of state. The, sorry, the USSR. The phenomenon of UFOs does exist, and it must be treated seriously. Ooh. Richard Nixon also believed in aliens. U.S. president from, obviously, 1969 to 1974. And he said, I'm not at liberty to discuss the government's knowledge of extraterrestrial UFOs at this time. I am still personally being briefed on the subject. So not full belief there, actually, but interesting that he said that. Uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, there's other people on here. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of people that have confirmed UFOs. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to read some, like, names that people out there who don't believe in aliens would, like, consider reputable i mean there's really just no denying this absolutely not and there's more and more evidence being presented every day i mean yeah more and more sightings Mm -hmm. and just 
obviously there's a lot of things that the government has been investigating and researching in regards to ufology and extraterrestrial life. They're really, I think they're, they're pretending to look very well, Yeah. even though we have a lot of evidence to support that they're already here. Yeah. And possibly <sighs> coexisting with us. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. Let's slow down there. Okay. So, what do we want to talk about last here? It's getting late. It's like almost midnight here. I'm getting a little tired. We've been going for a little over an hour. So I'm thinking, what is one last thing we really want to talk about? 2017. What was the thing that stood out most to you? What was the most impactful thing that happened? This well, other year for than you? Donald Trump starting yeah, his presidency. That um, was a big one. I don't want to talk about that, though. Yeah. I really want to keep politics off of this as much as I can. I do, too. There's just no reason to even Or at least one-sided it. politics. Like, I'm I'm going to talk about the problem with politics as a whole, you know? I don't want to single anyone out. But um, um, I think the most interesting thing of the year was definitely the UFO footage. We haven't really got to talk about that yet, have we? No, not too much, yeah. Let's talk about that a little more, I think. Okay. So was this that is, what you were thinking? Or yeah, else? I mean that was absolutely the biggest thing, and and then you'll yeah. find this interesting with with this UFO footage that was released. Okay, and kind of plays well with the upcoming video of mine. Oh, upcoming but video! In case you didn't know, the band Blink One Eighty Two when they were big. Yes, but the lead singer of that name, Tom DeLonge. He is actually... I don't think it's Lange. It's Tom DeLong. No, it's not DeLong. It's Tom DeLonge. <laughs> what? Tom DeLong, right? Tom... I don't know how. It's not how. Tom DeLong. I always thought it was, but maybe... No. I was a big fan it's of Tom him in high DeLong, school, but maybe me and my friend were saying it wrong. DeLonge? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's literally it, babe. Tom DeLonge. Uh... Not Tom DeLong. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways... <laughs> Tom. <laughs> How to pronounce? Really? I'm going to do Seriously. this. We're going there. Pronouncenames.com. Oh, my God. Tom DeLong. <laughs> I That's was right. Na- I was right. It is DeLong. I Does was a not fan. guarantee the accuracy. Yes, that is accurate. It's Tom DeLong. Yes, babe. I've always known Tom that. DeLong. I've called him Tom DeLong. It's not DeLong. Oh, <laughs> trying to make me feel dumb. I'm butchering his name. I was a huge fan of Tom, actually. Uh, Especially Tom. But Tom, rock star. Don't waste your time on me. <laughs> You're already the voice inside my head. I miss you. All right. I miss you. That's like the best song ever. <laughs> that is a real. great song. But uh, Tom... Interesting enough, after he left Blink-182 and he went to Angels and Airwaves, which he's still kind of doing a little bit. For anyone who doesn't know who that is, let me just play their best song for a second. Okay, you don't need to. Why? People care. Yeah, everybody knows this song. Doesn't need to be that close. That's good. This is Tom DeLonge. DeLonge. Everyone, okay, Josh. Josh is always the party pooper over here. Excuse party me. Party pooper? What Some are you people about? wanted to know who, not everyone knows who Angels and Airways, but they might be like, oh, that song. I remember that song. That was a big popular song. 
I'm right. just saying. I'm just trying to help people. Okay. I, I feel you. I feel you. Don't hate on me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate on me. <laughs> Don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. Okay. What's up so next? Tom, all right. Tom, the rock star, after he stopped playing in his bands, yeah, he uh, got really into ufology and read a bunch mm-hmm. of books, did a lot of research, mm-hmm. became very knowledgeable on the subject. Yep. And according to what he told on a uh, another podcast about how this all went down, but... He started a company called To The Stars. Yeah. And he was approached by somebody in the government. He won't say who, but mm. somebody high up in the government, high up in the military maybe, approached him and basically decided to, I don't know, pick him to utilize his To The Stars company in order to bring... I don't know what's the best way to describe it, but ease people into the... To start the process of what we would call disclosure. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start the process well, of Well, continue it. It's already in motion, but yeah. Basically, make it more, I guess, marketable to people, like Aliens, idea of Aliens, more alien movies. So his company is going to be making, I think music movies productions yeah, they make i don't even merch, know they make all sorts of stuff like but it's, alien stuff right they're it's basically mm-hmm. a media company is what it is it's but called they're also working with right but what's interesting is that the people that started or the people that joined his company and they've now i mean they now call it to the stars uh academy of arts and sciences or mm-hmm. something like that and He's now got a bunch of really high-level people on his um, executive team, executive board, and oh yeah, look, they're already selling like NASA yeah, merch. Yeah, they've they're God, 2018 pop-up. Party. Yeah, oh I know. It's like make it's like bringing, you know what? It's, I know exactly what he's doing. That he's bringing the concept of aliens to the millennial generation. <laughs> Absolutely, they've used him. You know what? You get this whole young person, you know, media type thing like. So, and since Tom's such a voice for this already, and he's like a reputable person for right. this and very professional, honestly, I think they chose to work with him and have him be the forefront for this company that they probably were already planning on having no matter what. Well, and he already had this idea of this media company. So I think what happened was, is that these other, God, they sell like pillows, <laughs> these other high level people from the military and government and the people that now work for his company. Yeah, decided that see? this was uh yeah you can go to their uh who he works for you I have to go works. to the stars.com i believe not oh media. to the stars.com but yeah he's got a very impressive um board of his company yeah he does very smart people including somebody by the name of lou elizondo which lou he was the one that actually headed up this secret ufo program research program that the pentagon was running and he actually quit the Department of Defense in order to come work for Tom's to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. And the and just for future reference, the website is to the stars academy.com. Ah. To the stars academy.com. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, look, they have two thousand five hundred and forty eight investors. They've raised two million three hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred and eighty two dollars, honey. That's a lot. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. 
but mm. I don't want to get into too much detail about Their this. Their minimum cause... investment is 200 bucks, dude. <laughs> Not much. But yeah, so yeah. he's got kind of this crowdfunded company going. Not and... much. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. No, they've got it. A... Oh, I guess to invest. Yeah, yeah. they've got this I company. I just meant donate, but whatever. And what they're doing is a lot of research into advanced aerospace uh, technologies. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to give away all the good stuff because there's a lot to this. But they're they're basically pushing the limits of technology and space and science, brain science. computer interface, engineering, the space time metric, consciousness, beamed energy propulsion, 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 advanced, advanced electrogravatic propulsion, propulsion. Wow. Air, so aerospace and then entertainment. They're also doing feature films, television series, publishing, live experiences. So it's basically like this media slash aerospace company, which is it says interesting. In quotes, revolutionary is too mild of a word. Right. Go to go to their team real quick. What do I say? Okay, the team. All right. So on the team, so Tom, Tom is the CEO of the company and CEO, mm-hmm. an interim CEO. Yes. And then there's Jim Shemivan. <laughs> Semivan. Semivan. Okay. Semivan. He was uh he retired from the CIA. He was in the CIA for twenty five wow. years. Oh wow. So this guy wow. knows, knows, he knows some some shit. shit then. Which is interesting that that he's got all these high level guys from Yeah, these I agencies. wonder why. I wonder why all these guys all of a sudden wanna work with Tom on this. I know, hmm. and that's and that's what's so interesting about it is like what is there? motive for this is it money well, who knows is but it, or they're just people that actually or they really want to like yeah. research this stuff and the government wasn't willing to do it so tom's like come over to my company yeah. and we can research this stuff yeah and just to make it clear this isn't like funded by the government right this, this is, is a, private a private company but all of these people from the government have started working with tom right so so yeah i guess it could be either way it could be something that the government is involved in and it's more of a planned thing, or it's just really people that know, have found things and they feel like they need to tell the people because it's right. You well, know. it's interesting because Tom's company was the actual company that released this UFO footage that the Pentagon declassified recently, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of the instrument for delivering the content, I think. And I think, and according to Tom, there's more videos that are going to be coming of. Not only UFOs, but crazy technology that they have. That's yeah, that's going to be a big thing this year, I think. Supposedly alien technology. and Well, because Tom's company was the one who released the UFO footage, right? Did yes. we cover that Yeah, already? I just said that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was on I was on another planet literally thinking about something <laughs> else. Um, yeah, so that's really interesting that they were given this footage by clearly some type of source or the government directly. Right. So they're obviously somehow have a connection there. I mean, obviously yeah. they used to work there, but... Because this was completely confirmed footage from our military seeing a UFO in the sky. I mean, it's incredible. And a lot of people are like, how do you know it's aliens? And it's like, we don't know if it's aliens. But what else is it going to be? I mean, there could be other things. Some people think it could be an enemy craft. Uh, I mean, it could be. But I just think it's more likely that it's aliens. Right. And it's interesting because this Lou Elizondo guy that led this ufo program for the pentagon he even went on cnn and said i'm not exactly sure what it is but as far as i know there's nobody 
friend or foe has this type of technology to produce yeah. this type of craft. Because this thing, right. if you haven't seen the footage, it's sort of hard to see. It's not super clear because it's like a camera on a Can fighter plane. Can we insert it, like overlay it? Yeah, we could overlay it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. let's overlay, we'll overlay it. But um, it clearly shows like a flying saucer shaped craft and it's rotating and then it zooms in and out really fast and it looks i mean it looks like a you know what you would think of if you were to picture an alien spacecraft but but as he went on cnn and he said out of everything i've seen i've never seen anything like this and there's a, a good chance that this is basically some sort of alien spacecraft that we aren't pro we probably aren't alone i think is what he said well, which is coming from a very high level official from the Department of Defense who's currently not just before he's currently serving right no he he resigned oh. he works for Tom's company now oh okay yeah. sorry I totally missed that yeah okay so it's so pretty Dr. interesting Hal Puthoff who is this vice president of science and technology yeah we don't need to go into all of them and stuff oh, there's probably a lot but he's Steve got a lot Justice. of people from like lockheed skunk works yeah lockheed martin's mm -hmm. advanced mm -hmm. uh development programs here's yeah this is the lou guy yeah so Lewis. it's a lot of chris cia military yeah lockheed martin this guy worked with clinton secretary of defense for clinton and bush wow all these people on this Oh my God! And how the, can anyone I just try to even know say how... there's not aliens now? Well, I just oh, Gary know. Nolan's on the team, babe. He is the one that worked with Dr. Greer. He's from Stanford, I believe, right? Does he? Yeah, Stanford, Stanford University School of Medicine. Stanford. Yeah, he worked with Dr. Greer on He's the, the Atacama body. You guys, if you saw my video on that, um, he yeah basically confirmed that there was human DNA found in this tiny little body that no one can explain what it or... is. Human DNA. Human DNA. There was like. Five, I think there was a small percentage, five or less, that was like DNA junk that we don't know what it is, but there was some that was human. Is that our cat trying to yeah. break in? God, I thought... Get oh, no I privacy in this scared. house. I thought someone was about to burst in and kill us. <laughs> but no. in, 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 <laughs> he's a really talk. interesting guy, though. Like, it's great that he's... He obviously was so floored after he studied that body that he decided to get involved with this alien stuff because he's actually a doctor. Yeah, he's got a PhD. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a professor at Stanford. He's a very smart guy. And, and his work on that body blew my mind. It was crazy. Like, it, it is, uh, there was this, you know, it makes no sense. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, um, Josh will link that in the description box. I'll make a little note right now. The About the Atacama humanoid? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very interesting. But... No need to go into too much detail on all that today because we want to do separate videos about some of the stuff. No, we will. So I'm just stuff. not. It's just interesting that he's involved with this to the stars program. Like that's yeah, so I interesting didn't know that. to me. He's got a lot of interesting people. Yeah, joining just like the a team. very diverse group. Everyone is so from completely different backgrounds. Paul Rapp, professor of military and emergency medicine at Inform Uninformed Services University, director of traumatic injury. Just like rand such random biotech, biomedical. Very interesting. Yeah, the Two to Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences is doing some groundbreaking stuff, it sounds like. But as seen in the New York Times. World <laughs> exclusive. I just Watch feel like they're sensationalizing all of it so much, like yeah. really trying to like profit pump it off up. of it. 
Yeah, pump it up. And yeah. Well, here's the here's the footage. That's the of New York it. Times article that oh broke the story about the. So that glowing aura. There's a reason that it's like kind of lighting up. Well, Is that's that... just the the camera. Yeah, it the, does. The type of camera it's being filmed with. Oh, okay. It's not that it's glowing. Well, it says glowing aura aura in black. Metal. Oh, that one might be actually. Okay. But yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, is this the that video was that we can play? The, no, no, okay. don't, don't. Yeah. All right. But that I would say that was the most probably groundbreaking, significant story that broke this year. Yeah. In regards to what will affect, will affect, will affect, affect, affect the future the most if it turns out to be something more than just an unidentified flying object, you know? Well, I think it's a big deal that people saw this on their national news on CNN. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. I just hiccuped. <laughs> I got the hiccups. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, I'm like, I feel tired. I'm like, I'm like this is it. so much talking. <laughs> oh, I love man. talking. I could talk all day. I know. I'm not a big talker. Though. Yeah. And you have to live with me. I must suck for you. I, I know, talk no. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk about things I like to talk about, but yeah. I'm just rambling for too long. <laughs> This is podcast number Podcasting. one. <laughs> Damn, don't get too tired over there. Right. I've had so much fun. I I loved doing this podcast. Like I'm it so excited. Fun. I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah. And I think that we can really get into some good conversations. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you saw a glimpse of that, everyone. But Yeah, and if you're on YouTube or tweet us or whatever, let us know what topics you guys want to see. We'd love to, to know. Yes. Um, and take your recommendations seriously. Absolutely. I'll probably put a, uh email address on the Malahara Podcast website for you to yep. submit uh, podcast idea requests. If you have any great topics that you think we would like to talk about, please send them mm -hmm. our way because we're always open to new things and new topics and new interesting nuggets that are out there of information. So. <laughs> interesting nuggets. <laughs> okay. But well, the, man, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I had you good? fun. I'm, I could talk all day, man. Give me a microphone. This is dangerous. Honestly, most of our episodes would probably be like really long. <laughs> I could definitely see us hitting an hour every time. Yeah. I think, I think we could go a couple hours maybe even if, if we get some good stuff going. Yep. All right. Well, but how do we end? The podcast you just wrap or, it up you just be like i feel like we need like intro music and outro music like we need to like have a little jam a little jingle what do you guys think we have a little jingle little jingle jam <laughs> <laughs> no we got to come up with something like that so well we can, like, in the meantime it. i want to have a different one i'm going to make my own outro music okay when we're done oh okay all right <laughs> but i think that's where we'll end it for episode one Mm -hmm. I think we could go on for a while more, but yes. I think it's good that we keep episode one short, short yeah. and sweet. Digestible. Digestible. We told you guys a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I think they got a lot of information tonight. Yeah. And <laughs> and I just think we're going to have so much fun with this. I can't wait to see where we go with it. So thanks to everyone who tuned into this first episode. I know that we are new to this, so Very new. it probably wasn't as professional as some of the podcasters out there, but nobody um, starts off professional. We're learning. Though. Yeah, this is our first And this is a lot runaround. better than a lot of people start with. So Yeah, I'm my not first video on YouTube was trash and a half. <laughs> like can't even tell you. So <laughs> Hey, you gotta start somewhere, right? Yep, yep. Yes. So starting Practice with episode perfect. one. My therapist always says 
and how did the Carnegie Hall or how do musicians get to play at Carnegie Hall? And then I'm like, practice. Yes, practice. <laughs> That's fun. awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll and be posting if you the guys video are... recordings there. Yeah. Sorry, I just talked over you. Quit talking on me, man. Please <laughs> sorry. Don't. I'm sorry. Get so excited. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Uh, go check out oh, the be uh, sure to follow our Instagram account I'm running it and it's really fun I just post random interesting things there and I'll start posting like podcast clips so if you ever miss things like highlights type of stuff um, so I'll be doing that and also um, we are starting this completely from scratch so if you would like to support us and are able to it's been rough on YouTube these days <laughs> so our patron is linked below but you know no pressure if you enjoy our show and you want to support us, you're welcome to. And if not, you are still welcome to listen. We are happy to have you here. So, Absolutely. Any um, support is good support. Whether yes. it's just moral support or monetary support, we don't care. Yeah. As long as you show the support and the love, which we know you guys do. so And we appreciate it so much. We definitely appreciate all the love and, and helping us get ready for this first podcast. Yeah. And the support has been amazing and really, really encouraging. So Absolutely. I hope it's what drives good. us to keep keep making this stuff so yeah yeah definitely all right well i'm gonna lead us out here with my favorite new song by cardi b and bruno mars <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Mile Higher Podcast with yours truly, Kendall Ray and Joshua Bowler. Thanks again, guys. We will see you next Sunday night. See you soon. Stay safe. <laughs> stay trippy. And stay, stay trippy and stay woke. Stay woke, my friends. Goodbye. <laughs>